Summer driving is here, and so are the red-hot deals on the best tire brands at Dobbs. Money saver June deals on new sets of Goodyear, Cooper, Continental, Michelin, and Pirelli tires. Click on GoToDobbs.com to find your next set of tires today. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. A team that was in last place on January 3rd. The players on the bench are bouncing up. History will be made tonight in Boston. 15 seconds to go as Shen blocks a puck to the corner. 10 seconds remaining. Get up, St. Louis. Get on your feet. Raise them high. Five seconds to go. And the time winds down. They did it. It's over. The game is over. The series is over. The wait is over. And the St. Louis Blues are the Stanley Cup champions for the first time in franchise history. Voice of the Blues, Chris Kerber on June 12th of 2019. Of course, a day that every Blues fan will remember. The first ever Stanley Cup championship in franchise history. And of course, Saturday was We Went Blues Day, the two-year anniversary. So we thought, who better to talk to than a Stanley Cup champion, a part of that team? It's Oscar Sundquist as we head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Time. Sonny, it is great to catch up with you, buddy. How are you today? Great being here. Uh, it's uh, really good, you know. Uh, back to back to summer routines, kind of, and, and trying to get uh, get ready for next season. That's fantastic. Well, Sonny, I'm curious. You hear that call from Chris Kerber, and I'm sure you've heard it plenty of times since that Stanley Cup championship. But hearing it again two years later, what's the feelings? You still get goosebumps? Uh, yeah, I just got that. You still get get goosebumps from it, and uh, obviously uh, uh, a great memory from. Uh, from just playing that game and coming back to to this city and just seeing seeing all the fans and how long how long the city's been waiting for for a for a championship in, in hockey here. So it's uh, it was it was very special and it's still special to this day. Oscar, I have a question here, kind of a two parter. First, uh, game two, your fellow uh, Swede Carl Gunnarsson. <laughs> ends it uh, in overtime. Boom, boom, Gunnarsson with the big goal. Just you know, being on the bench out there for that goal. What was that moment like to even up the series and know that uh, you guys are back in it? Uh, I mean, I think I think that whole uh, that whole overtime from uh, from game two. I don't think Boston touched the puck once. Uh, I think we were kind of all over them. I think that was that was one of the points that uh, that really we we felt like a team like we we got these guys like we we can beat these guys and uh, like you said when 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 Gunnarsson's shot went in there. It's, uh, it was just pure pure happiness from everyone. I think, yeah. uh, especially with with Connerson to be the guy that that gets to end that game, it was it was a very very special moment, and it was uh, it was 
amazing to be a part of. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about that because, Sonny, there in uh, Boston, they bring you out of the locker room, out into the media area, and there were two or three reporters around you. I was one of them, and I asked you, did anything take place in the locker room? And take us through that story. When I asked you that, you said, <laughs> <laughs> can you tell the chief uh, and, the, and the gunny story? Yeah, uh, I mean, obviously, right before the third period uh, ended there, Gunnarsson had a, I think even an even harder shot on the on the post. Uh, just just sitting in the locker room, you know, we're doing usually is doing our thing. Uh, Gunnarsson goes to to take a take a piss basically, and, and Chief comes in, uh, and and uh, Gunnarsson just turns over to him, and all I need is one more chance, and that was true. He just needed one more chance, man. He went in, so it was kind of a hilarious story now afterwards, like. When you actually got to know the store and they told us, it was like, wow, that planned out perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Oscar, when you said that in that post game, I remember looking at, to you, looking at you and saying, come again? Did he just say what I <laughs> yeah. think that he said? <laughs> yeah, it looked like you didn't believe, believe me first, but <laughs> it was... Sonny, I to this day say that the Blues need to have like a bronze statue inside Enterprise Center and they need to put a Carl Gunnarsson statue at a urinal so like people can take pictures next to it, like (laughs) commemorating the Carl Gunnarsson game two overtime game winner. Yeah, that would have been something. That would have been awesome. I would have been the first one to take a picture with that, I think. <laughs> That's awesome. We're talking with Oscar Sundquist, of course, Blues forward and Stanley Cup champion as we're going back and reliving that uh, Stanley Cup champion run back in 2018-2019. Of course, Saturday was the two-year anniversary of the Blues Stanley Cup championship. Sonny, when you go back and look through those series, and of course everyone talks about it still, of just kind of the, the adversity you guys had to deal with, of going from last to first, and then winning the Stanley Cup, but the the series that still gets me to this day is the Dallas Stars one. I mean, that one was so close. From a player perspective, in a locker room when you're going into double overtime of a game where Ben Bishop and Jordan Bennington had been stealing the show, I mean, how does a team keep their, their heads level knowing that you're a bounce away from either going to the Western Conference final or a season ending? Uh, I think I think that was with our group, especially, it was, uh, it was something unique. We were all all really calm. We all just kind of pushed forward and said, "We just keep going, keep going." Like they can't, they can't keep up anymore. They're getting tired, uh, stuff like that. And then obviously, obviously, when you're when you're done with the first overtime, you go into locker room again, waiting for the second one. You need to kind of start fueling up again because you obviously you're getting tired. Uh, but you try to eat as much as possible and, and try to get something in you and. and just go out there. I think our whole our whole group was just so calm, is so so positive, and just believe believe in ourselves. And uh, I, I kind of, even though it was double overtime, I was I was never never really worried. Uh, knew we had dinner back there, and and the whole team was just uh, like a just like a big machine, just working together and working same to the same to the same goal, kind of. So. Uh, it was it was something special, uh, but as you said, like that Dallas series was was uh, was something special. It was probably one of the the hardest ones too. Oscar, here we are two years later, two years removed from that. And any time any of us get into a conversation about the Blues winning the Stanley Cup, the, one of the first things that's brought up is the play of that fourth line. You know, now looking back, what allowed you guys to be so successful against those top units of Boston? Uh, I mean, I think obviously we. we we had Alexander Steen on our line, and, and a guy like that, he's 
is very, very helpful when it comes to on the bench and on the ice and all that stuff and making us be be prepared and uh, like he he really glued us together us three and uh, he kind of worked with with me and Barbashev a lot and uh, got that we we got the chemistry that we, that we had like we I say every interview that you you asked me to I said I could play blindfold and I knew exactly where both Steen and Barbashev were so. Uh, I think that that uh, that's let me to give a lot of credit for, to Steen for that one. Uh, he, he's got a special special ability when it comes to really really making guys uh, feel feel part of everything and really getting everyone connected. And uh, Sonny, talking with uh, Oscar Sunquist, the Blue Stanley Cup champion and a big part of this team uh, still. Uh, I remember interviewing you, asking you for an untold story from Game 7 of the Stanley Cup and you told me a story that uh, after the game, you guys are in the locker room celebrating and Blues general manager Doug Armstrong comes in and of course you came over in that trade from Pittsburgh and nobody knew you were going to be a future Hall of Famer <laughs> when you came over in that trade uh, but uh, what did uh, Doug Armstrong tell you in the locker room? Uh, I was kind of, I was kind of, you know, Boston's kind of like two separate locker rooms. It's one like where, where you put the gear on, and then obviously the other one where you put your your suits on and stuff like that. So I was kind of just standing in there, uh, taking a taking a moment, just looking through my phone and stuff like that, real quick. And uh, Army kind of comes up from behind. Uh, first of all, he scared the crap out of me uh, <laughs> when he did that because uh, I. Was yeah, he, he did. That. He, he of course made you feel good about that uh, situation oh, because yeah. uh, because they, you know, when they traded you, they didn't know what they were trading. And I think Sidney Crosby said at one point, uh, he said, "That's a guy that we yeah. shouldn't have let go." Yeah, uh, I mean, I was I wasn't really it was came, came kind of like a shock for me too with the trade and everything and. Uh, getting into a new place, a new city. Uh, didn't really know what to do. Once again, Steen and Gunnarsson and all these guys took really good care of me. And, uh, today, I can I can say that I'm really, really glad that that trade happened and that I ended up to, to come to St. Louis and get to know all the people here and uh, play for the city and, and uh, just be a part of uh, everything that we've, we've been through. It's uh, It's been an awesome, awesome ride and hopefully it's going to be a, a few more years of that. Couple more questions for Oscar Sunquist. Appreciate him hopping on with us. Great to catch up with Sonny. I'm curious. I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you kind of how the off season is going for you. Of course, that that injury that took place where you missed the rest of the season. How has how have things been going? And you feel like things are trending in the right direction for you health wise? Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously tough to tough to get a season season ending injury. Uh, it's very fun to just look look from the side and, and know that you can you can help. Uh, but yeah, right now it feels it feels uh, much better. Uh, we're on we're on track with uh, where I'm supposed to be, and uh, we just keep working every day and trying to get get uh, get this uh, done as quick as possible, so I can be so I can be ready. Hopefully, hopefully when the season starts, that we don't know that yet, but uh, I won't miss uh, I won't miss a lot of games. That's for sure. 
Yeah, and Oscar, uh, up here, uh, it was a tough series to watch. Blues versus uh, Colorado and these teams, Colorado and now Vegas, just look really good. And it's going to be a good Stanley Cup final. Had breakfast the other day with David Perron, and he said he doesn't feel like you guys are that far away if you get back to playing the type of style that you can play. And he believes that Doug Armstrong will have a good offseason here, maybe retooling the team a bit. You guys aren't that far. Just your thoughts on where the team's at and being more competitive next season. Well, I, th- I think uh, I think what uh, Peron said is he's right. I, I don't think we're far off, uh, but I think it's that we we kind of we kind of lost our um, our game a little bit uh, throughout the whole season. Almost it felt like, and we need to get back to being that uh, consistent team, you know, that we were when we when we won the cup because that's why we won. We were playing a hard game. We were playing the same same style every single shift in all four lines so we kind of just need to get back to that to, to find our uh find our groove again and, and just come back and uh keep that for for a full season not for a for just a couple parts during the season we need to we need to be dialed in the whole the whole season and uh i'm not worried about this group uh i mean we got great leadership here so uh i know that we're gonna we're gonna come back next season and we're gonna be we're gonna be hungry, and we're gonna we're not gonna allow ourselves to happen what happened this year. Well, we're looking forward to that, Sonny. Thank you again for taking some time this afternoon and hopping on with us and kind of reminiscing about that Stanley Cup run. Of course, it's a moment that Blues fans will remember for the rest of their lives, and I know you and your family and your teammates will as well, buddy. Best of luck this off season with the healing process and the recovery, and we look forward to seeing you next season. Perfect. Thank you for having me, guys. Awesome. There you go. Oscar Sundquist joining us on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line, and those stories will never get old, JR. Yeah, that's great stuff, great stuff, and good to hear that he's doing well. Sounds yeah. like uh, he says there's a potential to miss uh, part of the, yeah. the start of the season, but he doesn't think that it would be anything uh, too Which makes sense big. because it was the ACL, and, uh, of course, we've seen that injury with Jaden Schwartz in the past. We've seen a number of times where it takes some time to heal, but the good news is, you know, Oscar Sundquist, he's a worker, and uh, he'll be back uh, in no time and hopefully back to 100%, which because they, they needed him in that postseason we all know that they're a much different team with and without him amen to that jr hey man thank you so much for joining us this hour it's been fun to get a little hockey conversation in enjoy the uh off season get some more tan i guess maybe the upper (laughs) arms this time go sleeveless show those show those guns off a little bit but thanks again buddy and good luck the rest of the way good to see you guys all right there you go jeremy rutherford we'll take a break and switch things up brad thompson a little baseball conversation for the next hour comes your way next here on bk and ferrario on 101 espn this is the story of the one As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.